The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. A man in today's world wants support and guidance when tackling life's problems, but many times we feel that we need to keep our heads high and just deal with it. You know, that's not always the way to handle the issues. Now, there's Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. From health issues to family, workplace, sports, and more, we're here to provide a frank and open discussion of the topics men need to hear. Now, here's your host, Carl Bobo. Hello, Fundaman, Fundaman. How's everybody out there? Welcome back. Welcome back and welcome back. I hope today, uh, during this particular hour, we find you in a good space in life. Uh, We won't wish everyone well, and we just uh, look for positive outlooks on behalf of everyone each and every day. Uh, If this is your first time with us, I'd like to say welcome to Fundamentals, uh, that new exciting radio program that is a podcast that is taking the radio airs uh, by storm. I mean, People are talking about it being a a good surprise on the radio. So we want to welcome you to Fundamentals, where we really place the focus on men. But we spread a little love around for everyone to enjoy and benefit from. I'm your host, Carl Bobo. Hey, check this out for a minute. Those of you that know me and have been uh, listening to me for a while and have been on the website, you know I'm a... a big attitude guy, a big mind guy, uh, uh, a big positive thinking guy, because I, I firmly believe that, you know, as we think, so we are. You know, I mean, that's that's the bottom line, you know, and and I also believe that we can train our brains with minor, you know, alterations uh, so that we can have even a more positive outlook and impact uh, on life. You know, several years ago, I heard uh, um, about the impact of, of our minds uh, just by what we put into it before we go to bed and, and how that affects us the next day. And, and I'm sure some of you on uh, this particular uh, uh, program have heard this, listening to this, have heard something similar that, you know, if we, we, we shouldn't listen to negative things and depressing news and politics and all this stuff before you go to bed because it it will have an effect on how you get up the next morning. Well, I decided that I was going to put this to the test. And what I did last night is I just, uh, before I went to sleep, I, I, I just read some different quotes and different writings and things by just various authors out there uh, before I went to bed, all positive things. And then I had to get up this morning early, like four, uh, 4.30 to take my wife uh, to, to the airport for she had to travel. And uh, so I got up and I got back home and and I put on, uh, what's that guy's name, uh, Pharrell Williams' uh, song, Happy. 
And all I can tell you from the man is I, I didn't need my, my normal dosage of coffee this morning. Matter of fact, when, when you sit back there and you go to sleep with all that, that positive information going in your mind and then you wake up and you have uh, uh, Pharrell Williams happy going, it's, it's kind of hard not to be happy. It's kind of hard not to be uh, inter- energetic. So what I'm going to tell, tell you, fundamentally, as well as guests, anybody that is listening to this particular podcast, my challenge to you this week is try it. Give it a shot. Close down your night with positive things going on in your mind and then wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is put something positive in and, and really just see how it, impact, it impacts you. You know, our mind uh, is basically like our, a computer. And it's it's really about what we put into it. Our mind and body can be considered the same thing. It's what we put into it that is what comes out of it. So uh, what I want to challenge you to do is is put some good stuff in there. Matter of fact, try doing it for maybe ninety days, and uh, going to bed every night, putting something positive in your mind is the last thing that you hear before you go to sleep, and then waking up in the morning, and the first thing that you do is put something positive in your mind. And just see uh, how that impacts your life. And I'd love for you to email me uh, your thoughts afterwards. Uh, that would surely be beneficial uh, to not only me, but to uh, those that are listening in our audience uh, on a regular basis. Matter of fact, uh, that, that kind of brings me to today's topic because it was actually driven by some of your questions. You know, and I and I do appreciate those uh, of you that submitted questions in, and we're going to try to deal with some of those as we go uh, through the program today, uh, as time permits. Uh, but but the, this particular uh, topic that we want to talk about and, and and use kind of as our launching pad today and our topic of discussion, I owe it to you because it was your questions that helped. Uh, basically uh, generate the topic. So what we want to talk about today is, and hear me clearly, is don't dim your own light. Let me say that again. Don't dim your own light. I mean, after all, there's enough people out there in the world that will try to dim your life for you and for me. You know, what's that old saying? They say misery loves company. So so don't help people out. Don't dim your own light. Uh, let it allow it to shine bright. Look, look here, to, to help us with this, I want to use a basically kind of an old nursery rhyme story that was out there some time ago and and and, and basically the how the story goes is uh, it's about the sun and the moon and there was some uh, some dissension that kind of crept in between the two of them the moon was a little envious of the sun because he felt that the sun had everything going on his way he felt that the sun had the, 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 the best part of life and the best deal going because the sun shined all day and it was during waking hours where people could get out and enjoy it. They could sit 
sit out and 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 work out in the sun under the, the rays of the sun they could get out and tan in the sun they could get out and just uh do some gardening in the sun so so the moon was a little envious and felt he kind of got the raw end or the short straw the raw end of the deal uh because of this because the moon said look here you know i come out at night and when and when most people are asleep and the majority of people don't even get to to appreciate me or even see me because uh the majority of time that i'm out that they're actually asleep the story goes on to say that because of this frustration uh it it, it uh, the frustration that the moon felt so much that the sun decided one day that hey look here you know what? I, 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 the moon's my friend, so what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm just no longer going to shine. And this went on for days. Days turned into weeks. Weeks turned into months. And the next thing you know, you start seeing the impact of the sun not shining. Population became somewhat depressed. As a matter of fact, you know this to be true because places that it rains a lot, places like Seattle and stuff, they say people have different moods during different seasons. But so so the population became somewhat distressed, uh, depressed rather, excuse me. Uh, crops and vegetation started dying. Animals started dying. Mankind started you know experiencing a lot of different major illnesses from time to time because after all we recognize that the sun is the biggest provider of what we call uh, vitamin d you know we need it but here in this 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 kind of nursery story rhyme thing really what you had was you had the sun trying to be a good friend trying to be supportive trying to be compassionate even trying to be somewhat considerate of the moon. But what the sun did not realize, what it did not take into account, it completely overlooked the impact it would have and does have on the earth. I mean, if we really think about it, the existence of nearly all life on earth is fueled by the light from the sun. We need the sun rays. You know, so so when I thought about this, and I, this was even something I was looking at even the other day, you know, this just reminded me of this little comical, and it was kind of in a cartoon fashion, but but I think it had a, a good message there. And, and fundamentally, that's why I wanted to bring this to you today, because I, I kind of believe that buried deep within this children's tale, lies a powerful message for us fundamentally. Don't dim your own light. Now I want you to think about that for a minute. We all have bright gifts and talents. I don't care what you have been told growing up. I don't care what you have been told out there in the community, out there in the workforce. Let me tell you, we all have bright gifts and talents. And we were created to shine. Now think about it. 
there are no two people in this world that are just alike. Now, they may have some similarities, and, and maybe you have an identical twin, but even an identical twin may look alike, and you might have a lot of similarities, but you can always still tell the difference because they still have their own uniqueness. So, so there are no two people just alike. And, and, and what that means is there is no one else on this earth that can be you, that can replace you, or provide the shine that only you can provide. And what I want to remind you is that because of that, fundamental, don't dim your own light. Let's not do that. So you say somebody sitting there riding down the the freeway right now or the, the highways and sitting there saying, well, 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 Carl, I hear you, but but how can we not dim our own light? Uh, tell, tell us how to do it. Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's see if let's see if we can kind of shed a little bit of light on this thing. First thing that you can do in how not to dim your own light is stop comparing yourself to others. Now, if you can, if you're not driving and you're sitting at a desk uh, at work or at home or something, write this down. Stop comparing yourselves to others. Because here's, here's the reality. Your talents, and you have talents, are not my talents. My talents are not your talents. Your accomplishments are not my accomplishments. And my accomplishments are not your accomplishments. Our success or successes, if you want to uh, look at it from a pluralistic, plural perspective, and I think that's probably realistic, they may, our successes may look different. But as long as we both shine, the world is better for it. I hope you all hear me and hope you understand me. You know, th think about it. And I just saw on the news last night that uh, just reminded me that the, the, the NBA training camps have started this week. Now, I'm kind of shocked. The NFL just started and it just seemed like uh, the Warriors and, and, and the Cavaliers just finished playing basketball just a short period of time. But, but, but here it is. They're back in training camp right now, getting ready to start the new season. And 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 one thing that we know for sure, when you start talking about uh, professional sports, the stars will shine bright, no doubt. I mean, LeBron's going to shine bright for Cleveland, and Kyrie is going to shine bright for him. And and if you look at the Warriors, Steph Curry is going to shine bright for the Warriors, and Durant's going to shine bright, and and some of the others, and all throughout the NBA, the stars are going to shine bright. But what we fail to realize sometimes is that the overall success of the most successful organizations is not simply when their stars are shining, but it's really when the role players shine their light. 
You know, I can't help but tell you, I, I've seen so many times where uh, people have sabotaged their own successes by, by dimming their own light by and dimming their own light by comparing themselves to others. You know, they, they, they've sabotaged themselves. And see, here's what I want you to say. And if you can, write this one down. It's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you are not. Now, that's, that's, that's a good saying right there. And I'm going to say it again in case you missed it. It's not what you are that holds you back. No, 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 no. I don't care what you're, it's not, that's not what holds you back. It's what you think you are not that actually holds you back. And the reason being is the energy we spend in comparing ourselves to others takes our focus away from the gifted and talented person in which you actually are. So fundamentally, uh, stop comparing yourselves to others. That's a, that's a clear way and the number one way that you can start dimming your light. Another thing is, don't dim your light because others around you aren't as bright. You know, think about it, you know, the moon was the one that had the problem in that little nursery tale I told you. So, but but the sun decided that he was going to dim its light because the moon was, was not as bright. People, that doesn't even make sense when you think about it. I, I, I remember uh, one time my, my wife and I got called uh, to our youngest son's school. Uh, teacher wanted to sit down and, and talk to us, one of those conferences. And when I first got uh, the call, the first thing I, I said is, oh boy, this, this boy is acting like his mother. <laughs> oh, but uh, so we went on down there and then we sat down and, and, and talked to the teacher. And, and the teacher said, so he said, what's the problem? And, and one thing the teacher, the teacher said, said, look, Mr. and Mrs. Bobo, your son is right. He knows the answers to the questions in class. One of the brightest kids here. But if you ask him to answer the question, he'll act like he doesn't know. Because he was trying to fit in with everybody around him instead of excelling and going ahead and letting his light shine. See, what we have to understand, you know, people, don't dim your own light because others around you aren't as bright. You still shine. let your light shine. See, when, when you let your light shine, it has an effect on everyone around you. Think about, remember, remember the story when we, we, we talked about so, you know, the, the intricate values of the sun. See, that, that, that sun uh, was not conscious of the magnitude of its impact when it decided not to shine. And you know, and I and, and fundamentally, I believe that some of us likewise are not conscious of the effect that you have on life around you when you dim your own light. Think about this. Has has ever has has, has some of you ever uh, had someone 
someone approach you and said something to you or did, did something positive for you on a, on a day where you really needed it and it just made your day? Maybe they just sent you a positive email. I got a, a, a friend of mine, she'll just send me an email every now and then. Just say, I, I, thought, I thought, saw this email, I thought this might brighten up your day. Sometimes we need to understand that the little things that people do, just by saying good morning sometimes to a stranger, giving a compliment is a way of letting your light shine. Sometimes it's little things like that that can make someone's day. Don't dim your light, not your own light. Because see, there are people in your world just like flowers. And when I say your world, I want you to understand, we have a global audience. We've got people listening to us from, from the UK and China and uh, uh, different parts of the country. I mean, of, of, the, of the United States, we've got them in Canada, we've got them uh, Taiwan and all kinds of places. So we've got a, a, a global audience. And, and there are some people that are in your world, in your circle that I will never come in contact with, that they may not ever see me. And therefore, the only way that they're going to be picked up as if somebody like you does not dim your own light, but rather allows your light to shine so that they can blossom into the person that they want to be. See, they're just like little flowers. And sometimes people just need a little sunshine, a little shine to allow them to bloom. You know, here's, here's, here's a, a, a reality that we didn't, that, we, that the moon and sun, we, we didn't even talk about is that technically, the moon itself casts no light. Technically, and I'm not an astronomer guy or nothing like that, but, but, but technically it casts no light. Moonlight is actually sunlight reflected of the moon. So theoretically, if the sun dims its light, it actually would impact the moon in its light. So what we need to understand is when we are not shining and when we are dimming our light, what we are doing is dim, uh, causing others around us to, to dim their lights and not allow their lights to shine, which makes the world a little bit more dark uh, and gloomy. On the positive side, fundamentally, before we go to break is, think about it, you, you, you need to love yourself. Understand you are our gift. And nothing in this world would be the same if you didn't exist. And then secondly, do what you love. See, that's, that's, that's another way how, of, of not dimming your light. When you do what you love, you let that, that energy and that light shine. You know, life is too short to waste time doing anything otherwise. Fundamentally, we got to take a break right now. We're going to come right back. And when we come back, I want you to, uh, to, to stay with me. When we come back, we're going to deal with some of these questions that you all have written in and see if we can try to answer them and, and put a positive spin on not dimming your own light. We'll be right back in just a minute. This is Carl Bobo and Fundamentals. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundamental, as well as our guests. We, we appreciate uh, you tuning us in. Uh, in this particular session, I, I, I mentioned to you that I do, first of all, appreciate uh, those that of you that have sent some uh, emails in about some things that maybe you wanted to talk about or some questions that you may have, because that, that's what this is all about. Uh, this show is not about me. This show is about you. It's, a, it's about uh, giving you a, a, a format and an audience to, to express and to deal with some of the things that we have going on uh, in our particular lives, so uh, in, in, in a safe, safe environment and a supportive environment. So uh, we encourage you to do that, and, and again, we appreciate it. We're going to try to tackle a few of those questions during this session and, uh, and um, see if we could uh, provide some type of benefit to those that sent it in. First question we have came from John in Tampa. So, John, if you're uh, on the call right now, I would just say appreciate you sending it in. But it says, John says, Carl, uh, appreciate the show. I've uh, learned a lot about it, and it's been very encouraging to me. But I'm still struggling with the situation in my personal life, and that, that is I'm struggling with living in the shadows of my siblings, I'm struggling with living in the shadows of my siblings. Uh, can you can you help me out with this? Uh, well, John, I mean, I appreciate the question, and and uh, I, I actually, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, we probably should have took some calls, but we'll we'll look at that another time. But uh, let's let's dive into this for just a moment. You know, John, first thing I want to say is when you start talking about living in the shadows of your siblings, I want to. First, use your own word, and that is, you said shadows. Now, do you recognize, and an audience out there, that shadows are always bigger than the objects that they actually reflect? You are with me? And I say this because I want you to understand, John, that, that, that even though your siblings might be doing well and they might have accomplished some good things in life. 
that, 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 that the shadow that you have placed over them is actually larger than the gap that is between you and them. What we've got to understand is that, you know, you've got to learn how to be you. Just take some time and be you. You have to develop the courage to be you. Maybe say for a moment and take some time to discover what's different about you than even your siblings and use your differences to set you apart. You know, what makes this world special, John, is is our differences. You know, you know, know, it's when nobody wants to be just like everybody else. You've heard me say before on this program that if the whole world was just like me, it would be a boring world. You know, I don't eat the same thing every day because that would become boring. We like a variety. We like a variety of food. We like a variety of entertainment. We like a variety of weather. We like a variety of everything. Well, it's no different. You know, uh, the, the differences between you and your siblings is what makes this world that we live in special. And what we also need to understand, and this applies to all fundamental, is that your true love your true siblings, your true friends and family are not in competition with you. We're talking about the true ones now. They're not in competition with you. That big shadow that you have out there, it's all in your mind. Now, think about this. What you think about yourself is much more important than what people think of you. See, John, what, what, right now, now, what I'm saying is that you don't think enough of yourself right now. And this is something that we've got to work on. And and I want you to continue to tune in to fundamentals because this is what we deal with. What you think, again, what you think about yourself is much more important than what people think of you. I remember a quote from uh, Albert Einstein when he said, he said, everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spin it its whole life believing that it is stupid. Think about that for a minute. And let's go to another question. We've got one that I see that came in from, uh, who is this? Let's see. Uh, this is Tom from Ontario, Canada. Huh? Tom. Tom is, is a father of four. And he said, Carl, uh, uh, I was recently introduced to your program and uh, want to see if you can uh, shed a light on my situation. He said, I, I kind of feel guilty because uh, my children say, and he, and, and, he, and he says these are uh, grown children, they say that I didn't treat them equally when they were growing up. <clears throat> Interesting. I did not treat them equally. I, I'm not sure, uh, Tom, if, if it's even possible for us to to treat people equally, exactly the same. I'm not sure that we can do that. You know, I think you can love everybody equally. You can love them a hundred percent, but to treat them equally, not sure. Not sure you can even do that. Uh, uh, let me let me illustrate some. You know, there's there's no there's no there was never a manual for raising children, and, and you know, sure you got a lot of books out there that say different things, but the reality of it is, there's a lot of things that we do as parents. Uh, that we we learn as we go, and do we make some mistakes? Yes, we've all made some mistakes. But here, here's a somewhat of a humorous story about uh, 
to hope, hope to kind of illustrate the point. There was this psychiatrist, child psychiatrist, went to school for it. And, and when he graduated from school, he left there with five theories on raising children, but he didn't have any children. Story says five years later, he had three children and no theories. <laughs> you know, because the reality of it is, it, it's easy to tell somebody what to do when you're not walking in their shoes. You know, but it's a whole different ball game once you're actually going through the experience. Now, now back to it. First of all, again, you know, I mean, I've got three sons, and I don't think that I, uh, I, I think I love them all equally. And I think I treated them fairly. And I think treating them fair is different than treating them all equal. Because when you try to treat everybody equal, they may not be ready for the same thing that the other ones were. Let me give an example. You know, when I when I was growing up uh, and turned 16, my, my parents bought me a car. And it was something that was important to them. You know, uh, my dad said his father did the same thing when when he was young. So it was important to them to to buy, uh, get, get me a car when I was 16 and to make sure my brother had one when he uh, turned 16. Well, because I kind of grew up in this environment, you know, I, I tried to do the same thing. Well, I've got three sons. First one got a car when he was 16 and, and the second one did. But the third one. I didn't get him a car when he was 16, and it had nothing to do with a different level of love. It had nothing to do with uh, a, a lack of equality. No, it had to do with treating him fair. Because what I recognized as we were going through driving, and I was out there with him, he, he wasn't ready for that responsibility at 16. Plus, we lived in a different part of the country than uh, when my, my older children uh, were growing up. So, so he wasn't ready for that at that particular time. And here in the Bay Area, the traffic is bad. It's a big responsibility. And, and I recognize that when he is driving a car, not only uh, is his life in danger, uh, but there's others on the road. And because my wife and I didn't feel he was ready for it, we made a decision. Now, he could have taken that and said, you didn't treat me like my brothers, but he understood that. You know, we actually were showing him love based on where he was at that particular time. So, so Tom, I mean, uh, I don't have enough details from you in, your, in your, your, your email, but understand, equality is not necessary unless you're dealing with love. But you want to treat them fair and not necessarily equal. All right. Uh, we got another one here from Chan from Beijing. Now, Chan says, Carl, um, and we've got a little language thing, so I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can understand. He said, Carl, I'm not super masculine or athletic. And uh, uh, looks like some people have questioned my manhood because of this. Now, you know, Chan, first of all, uh, I, that's, that's old school philosophy. I mean, that's, that's all that is, you know, your, 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 your masculinity and, and, and being aggressive or an athlete and all, all that kind of stuff does not make you a man. Matter of fact, my wife and I were at a big function, a wine function in, in Napa uh, this past weekend for a, a few hours. And uh, at that particular function, we happened to meet a guy who came up 
and basically he, he sat down and talked to us and was very proud to tell us that he used to be on the Yale squad at Cal. And this was a big man who said, look, I was on the Yale squad at Cal. Now, not only was he a big, he's a big man, but he's also a very extremely successful man in what he and his wife have been able to accomplish in life. And if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong because I didn't have time to research this after reading the question, but uh, I, I, I think our, our ex-president, George Bush, uh, was on the Yale squad, I believe, at Princeton, uh, uh, the Ivy School that he went to. Uh, and, and, and look at him. He became the most powerful man uh, in the world. So, so Chan, I'm going to sit there and just say, hey, look, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, that's an old uh, uh, school thought. I understand that, that uh, it is being thrown out there in many places, but the reality of it is, is your the looking masculine and, and, and being athletic does not make you more of a man. We've got Juan from New Mexico uh, that is tuned in. And let's see, Juan says, Carl, I really enjoy, excuse me, I, I'm really enjoy I'm really enjoying the show, especially the balance between motivational and instructional. And he says, I was abused as a child and haven't been able to shake it. This is the very first time that I have acknowledged what uh, happened to me. Uh, any advice you could give me would be appreciated. Whew. Wow. Wow. You know, first of all, Juan, thank you for the feedback. You know, we are trying to be motivational and instructional as well. Uh, so I do appreciate that. Uh, and then what I like to secondly, what I want to do is, is, is commend you, first of all, for just coming forth. You know, that, that took a lot for you. Uh, to even send that email, and I, I understand that. Uh, there are a lot of men struggling and, and dealing in, with and feeling guilty about some of the things that happened to them in their childhood. A lot of men, more men than you even realize. You know, so first thing I want to say, first of all, it's, it's, it wasn't your fault. I don't know, you know, Juan, you gotta, it's not your fault. Stop penalizing yourself for what was done by what I'm going to actually say, an actual sick person, because anybody that uh, would abuse a child, to me, that person has a sickness. They, they, they need some help. So, so don't penalize yourself uh, by something that was done by an actual sick person. Uh, I'd also encourage you on, because uh, we can't deal with everything on the show, but seek some professional counseling and look to join a, a support group. Uh, you need to understand you're not alone in what you're facing. There are a whole lot of men out there in similar situations, but uh, some of them are fearful of coming forward because they, they're afraid. Uh, they're, they, they, they don't want to be, be seen as being uh, weak or uh, things of that nature, but, but they, they have similar experiences. Uh, there's actually some great support out there from professionals that are available. And if you can't find it right there where you are, or uh, in, in New Mexico, uh, drop me another email or give me a call uh, and I will put you in contact with some professionals uh, that can assist you. Also, you can go on my website, uh, choose2embracelife.com, choose the number two, embracelife.com, and uh, you'll see that we've got some things available. You can also submit a, a, a kind of questionnaire to kind of let us know what, uh, what you looking for for consultation and I've got a team that also uh, would be more than happy to try to do what we can and then at least put you in contact with the people uh, that you need to talk with. Uh, we are 
We're running out of time. We got one more. We're going to just hit real quick and then we're going to shut this one down and hit, take another break. But we've got Peter from the UK. Uh, Peter's is very simple. He said, Carl, you know, I've heard you mention uh, men's group before. How, how do you start one? Uh, Peter, that's a great question uh, on how to start it. Uh, there is a book that's available out there called uh, Men's Group uh, Field Guide. So it's a Men's Group Field Guide. And if I, if I remember right, it, it was uh, last updated about 2011. And, and they talk about everything that you need to start and sustain a successful men's group. You know, I would encourage you also to Google some groups in your particular area. Uh, you can visit with them and get some ideas. But but I do encourage men groups. I think that's positive. I think that's, uh, and I commend you for wanting to do it because, you know, men's group provide clarity. Uh, they, 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 they create a challenge. You know, they, they don't let you come in there and, and tiptoe and, and you don't want any wishy-washy men in there that won't call you on the carpet. Because if I'm going to be a part of a group, I want to get the results out of it. So you want people that will, you know, that will basically call you on the carpet if you come in there BSing and not saying the things that you need to say and being open, uh, so that the group would do you any good. But but men's group, as I say, they create uh, they provide they create a, a clarity, they uh, create a challenge, they they uh, provide to have some accountability in there, and we all need a little accountability. And then most importantly, there's there's some support. Uh, the reality is, fundamentally, we actually could all benefit from having a closer relationship with other men. Um, you know, you think about it, um, if you really pick any successful uh, man out there and you really research them and, and, and dive into them, you'll find that they likely have a, a, a group of people behind them supporting them. Successful guys have coaches, they, they have mentors, they have mastermind groups and et cetera. Yeah. So you think about, you know, why, why, why does John Doe or Joe Blow believe that he can do it alone? When the best of the best are getting help, it's because Joe Blow believes that he and he alone is the only guy facing these challenges. And that's so not true. And because he feels this way, he feels he's the only one who, who can fix them. So he keeps it in a box and it basically helps causes his life to be dead. Uh, as many other guys uh, say, you know, many times you have guys guys that are just simply afraid of looking weak. You know, and this is pretty, this is actually so sad because if you really look at the professionals out there, if you look at athletes, if you look at actors or whatever it is, they 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 don't hide their weaknesses. Matter of fact, we as fans talk about them. You know, he got a weak left hand. He can't shoot. He can't dribble. He can't run. He can't tackle. He can't cover. He falls over his feet. We, we point out their weaknesses. Their coaches point it out. But, and the reason behind that is because you can't work on things if they're not brought out to everybody's attention. So so I would encourage you, uh, Peter, to go ahead and start that men's group. And anybody that is on the line that is not a part of one, hey, look into it. There's some good things out there on how to do it and how to sustain it. Hey, look here. Our time is is getting away from us. So we're going to have to take another break right quick, and then we'll come back for our man down sec- uh, session. Uh, so we'll be right back in just a minute. This is Carl Bobo with Fundamentals. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Look among the stars, life is bigger than it seems. Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour. 
star style be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundaman. Welcome back. I must say that uh, on this break, it was kind of touching to me a little bit because, you know, I just had a moment to just kind of really reflect on some of the questions that we dealt with there. And as well as a a few questions that uh, I could not get to because time would not permit but one thing that, that, that I did notice is, is I, I see some pain uh, in a lot of men. And I want you to understand that, you know, that, that I understand. And, and before we started this show, one of the biggest challenges that I had and the roadblocks that I had and even uh, stepping up to the plate to host a men's show was I was not sure if men would be willing to allow the walls to come down so that we could deal with some of the issues that we have. Uh, just just wasn't sure if we would do it. I mean, I know how we all are, and, and I'm, I'm a fundamental. I'm a fundamental. So I'm just like you, uh, fundamental. I mean, so I'm no different. You know, we, we put walls up, and sometimes we, we don't want to allow people to get in. But, but as I was sitting there uh, looking at some of the questions that, that were submitted, and just reflecting on it, I, I I felt the pain. And I want you to understand that I appreciate you submitting uh, these questions in. I, uh, I feel your pain. We're not taking it lightly. Uh, we want to do whatever we can to form this bond of unity and this support group, even through Fundamen, uh, that we can hold each other up, that we can be there, we can hold each other accountable. You know, this is one group and and we can branch off and do the things that we need to do. But but I understand where you're coming from, uh, Fundaman. Look here, this is our man down part of the program and uh, I've already taken a lot of time just uh, on the questions as well as just breaking, uh, introducing rather the topic of not dimming your own light. But I also recognize that uh, depending upon where you are in life, you, your, your light might already be out. That uh, it's not even about dimming it. It's, it's completely out and you got to figure out uh, not 
how to not dim your light, but how to even uh, start, ignite the light all over again, how to turn it back on. Uh, so what we want to do is try to give you a few things that that I think are, could be beneficial to help you start turning turning that light back on uh, uh, so that you can shine bright in the world in which you live. So I'm going to give you 12 steps uh, to kind of uh, help you get that light turned back on uh, if it is already turned off. Uh, one thing I want you to do, first one, is fundamental. If it feels wrong, don't do it. Let me hear, hear me again. If it feels wrong, don't do it. We all have a moral compass within us. And, and, and it kind of it goes off in your mind. And we know it. Come on, I mean, we, we've all made mistakes. There's nobody perfect uh, uh, out there. Matter of fact, none of us on this, this, this call, this program, this podcast are perfect. We've all made mistakes and we continue to make mistakes. But usually when you do something wrong or before you do it, usually there's this moral compass that kind of goes off in you. So what I'm saying is if, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Because when you go ahead and go through with it, then that further turns that life off. If you want to get it turned back on and you want to keep that thing on, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Number two, and I know some of you might be driving right now and, and you can't write these down, so I encourage you to go back and listen to it again. That's the great thing about uh, Voice America and, and the things we've got going on in this podcast is that you can go back and, play and, and listen to it as many times as necessary to take, make notes uh, as you go forward. So number two, second thing I want you to do is say exactly what you mean. I know that's contrary to, to what people have told you growing up. They tell you, keep your mouth closed. No, I'm telling you on the opposite side. Now, say exactly what you mean. Don't choke the life out of yourself by holding back. And I'm not talking about being ignorant and, and flying off the handle at people. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying sometimes we have a tendency to not allow who we are to come out. We keep that stuff on the inside. We don't even say what we mean. People don't even know the real us because we keep it all bottled up inside. That's a way of keeping that light off. You know, if you want that light to shine, then you've got to learn how to be willing to express yourself and say exactly what you mean. Number three, don't be a people pleaser. Uh, now I need some. You need to hear this from the man. Don't be a people pleaser. There's one thing I learned. First of all, is you can't please everyone. Matter of fact, in most cases, when you're going through all that effort trying to please other people, you find out that they're not happy with you anyway. And guess who's the one person that really gets left out in the in, in the end? It's you. You, you, your light can't shine because you're spending all your time trying to please other people. Now, that's not taking away the, the fact that we need to be serviceable. That's not taking away the fact that we need to be giving people. That's not taking the fact that we need to be willing to lend a helping hand and be supportive of people. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying don't be a people pleaser. That that's who you are. That's your character. It's about trying to make everybody else happy. Because you 
are the one that gets left out then and your light never shines because really what you're trying to do is you're trying to help somebody else's light shine instead of taking the time to focus on your light. Number four, trust your instincts, fundamental. Let me say that again. Trust your instincts. Going back to that compass that we talked about, that moral compass, you know, let me tell you something. Uh, we all have the, that, that thing within us. It's, called, it's instinct that kind of tells you what you need to do. You know what I mean? I, let me tell you something. I've missed out on some great opportunity before because I didn't listen to my instincts. You know, the instincts are there with us for a reason. It's, it's how we are wired. It's how we were made. Everybody has them. And your instincts basically shine a, a, a light on something unique about you. Well, you got to trust your instincts because that's that's part of your light that is shining. Don't let somebody put them put 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 a cover over that light. Trust your instinct instincts and, and let that light shine and be the person that you need to be. Number five. Never speak bad about your I want y'all to think about that for a minute. I, I know I paused for that, but I want you to think about that. Never speak bad about yourself. See, here's the reality. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will believe in you. You got to believe in yourself first. Secondly, when you start speaking positively, about yourself repeatedly, what happens is it changes your overall outlook about yourself. You know, again, that's that mind, that mind. If, if you keep talking negative things about yourself, you start believing that you're stupid. Just like when I made the comment about Einstein's comment. If, 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 so if, don't, don't do the work for somebody else. Speak positive about yourself. Because there are some great things things about you. I, I may not have even met you, but there are some great, unique things about you. You're different than other people. You're special. You've got talent. You've got uh, skills. Go ahead and let that light shine. But it starts by speaking positive about yourself. So never speak bad about yourself. Number six, fundamental, listen, listen to this one. Never give up on your dreams. These are your dreams. Never give up on them. Your dreams are not my dreams. My dreams are not your dreams. But the reality of it is we need all of our dreams to become a reality because that's what makes this world a great place. Somebody had to have the dream of creating a Facebook. Somebody had the dream of creating Uber. And when these people worked to fulfill their dreams, it benefited the world around them. So, so never give up on your dreams because when you focus on your dreams and make that happen, it's going to touch, it's going to benefit those within your world and around you. People don't, number seven, don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say no to friends family, etc. It's your life. Again, you can't please everybody. And sometimes you got to just tell them, no, I can't do that. No, I can't go there. No, that's not my style. No, that's not what I'm about. 
Don't be afraid to say no. It's your life. And if it gets messed up, it's your life. But on the flip side, also, don't be afraid to say yes. Because there's times that you got to, yes is the right thing to do. There's times that yes will open the door to a world of possibility. So don't be afraid to say yes as well. Number nine, be kind to yourself. You can't expect others to be kind to you if you aren't kind to your own self. Number 10, let go of what you can't control. Focus on what you can control. Number 11, don't sweat the small stuff. There's more important things in life, so don't sweat the small stuff. And then lastly, number 12, stay away from drama and negativity as much as possible. That can put, put your light out. That's like pouring water on that light and just completely putting it out. But these are some things that can help you get back up. And our, our, our class is up, our program is up for today, but I hope you enjoyed the session. We'll look forward to getting back with you next week. This is Carl Bobo with Fundamentals, and I say man up and man out, Fundamentals. Thanks for listening this week to Fundamentals. Please join your host, Carl Bobo, again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an awesome week.